Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, and this week we're talking all about LinkedIn and repurposing opportunities using LinkedIn. So I have a great guest, Sam Raffling. So Sam is the CEO and founder of LinkedIn Bound. She inspires business owners and sales professionals to generate massive results from LinkedIn. And Sam is on a mission to generate over 1 billion, that's billion, not million, in sales for her clients. In the last six months alone, Sam and her team have helped businesses to generate in excess of 6.3 million in new business from LinkedIn platform. And Sam also speaks internationally. She's one of the most sought after experts on the subject of LinkedIn lead generation. So Sam, welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Amy. It's great to be here. Thanks for the invite. Thank you so much for coming on. What did I miss from the intro? It's <laughs> quite a... <laughs> that was a pretty good intro there. Uh, I guess uh, um, I've written a couple of books, um, one particular about LinkedIn. So, um, and I give that away for free. So if any of your listeners are wanting to get more information on LinkedIn beyond the um, podcast then um, feel free to just pop over to my website and uh, I'm sure you'll probably put a link to that in the yeah. Uh, yeah we'll put a link to that that's fantastic thank you good place to start. yeah that's great um, so I'm so pleased to have this conversation today with you about LinkedIn it's something that I haven't covered on the podcast on my blog for a while so I wanted to get started so LinkedIn so often in the past it was more kind of referred to as the business networking place and I think some people saw it as maybe a little bit dull in comparison to Facebook and Instagram and the other social places and certainly for me years ago LinkedIn used to be a place where I only went to if I was looking up someone's career history especially when I was recruiting people or when um you know obviously when I was looking for something else but other than that didn't really use it but now I'm starting to really really fall in love with it actually and um, wanted to start by asking you so what is your take like why have you specialized in LinkedIn um, so for me, um, LinkedIn at the moment is just the hottest social media platform. Um, if you listen to people like Gary Vee, um, you know, he is all over the platform right now telling everybody that 2019 is the year of LinkedIn. Um, and I think at the moment, you know, other platforms are making it um, a bit more hard for companies to to get traction without kind of spending a fortune and the organic reach you can get on LinkedIn as in free, um, is absolutely unbelievable. So the things that used to work years ago on platforms like Facebook are now working amazingly well on LinkedIn. So I think um, it's it's definitely had a, a resurge. Um, it's gone through some changes. It's been around 15 years, um, but it definitely has um, had a complete you know transformation and, and it is where people are flocking to at the moment. It is, isn't it? And like you said, Gary Veen, so many people are talking about it as the, the platform to be on. And it's it's changed. So it isn't a stuffy, businessy platform anymore, is it? There's, there's It's more multimedia, of course. Now there's, you know, more yeah. video content, everything. But it's also quite, it is a sociable platform, isn't it? It's not all about career, work, etc. 
No, absolutely. And I think it is probably the best place to to really focus on social selling, which which I call is social selling is the art of selling without selling. And um, social selling is is absolutely uh, critical on LinkedIn. And too many people use it to push and advertise and sell and they kind of approach it in the wrong way, whereas it's, it's very much more about attracting the right clients towards you and pushing out great content, which adds value and, you know, and draws the right kind of clients towards you. It is. And so, so many of my listeners have podcasts, they create video content, blog content. Um, What I always like to look at is, so for example, if you have um, a podcast, how -hmm. could you use LinkedIn to make people aware of your podcast, get some of that podcast content on what kind of things would work for promoting your longer form content on LinkedIn? So that's a great question, Amy. So um, there's a few things from a podcast perspective. Let's start there. So on your LinkedIn profile, um, most people don't realize it, but you can actually put lots of media links and um, you can upload uh, files, etc., onto your LinkedIn profile. So I would highly recommend if you're listening to this and you have a LinkedIn profile that you just go into the edit button on your LinkedIn profile and there's a section in there for you to upload Um, links and I would put a link to your podcast um, directly in your LinkedIn profile and I would recommend that you also highlight the fact you have a podcast within your the text of your profile and almost give a call to action say to listen you know to listen to my podcast click below so that you can actually put your your, either individual episodes or um, a link directly to them for them to subscribe to the podcast inside your LinkedIn profile so that would be step number one Um, and then obviously each time you create a podcast and you launch one or you're you know you've got a new episode out then the, the news feed is obviously a great place to, to post that. So um, just be aware on LinkedIn that um, LinkedIn makes its money by keeping people in the LinkedIn platform. So whether it's a blog, an article, a podcast, anything that's taking the reader or the, the person that's in LinkedIn away from LinkedIn will get zero visibility. So there's a few different ways you can do this. Um, you would always put a link to an external site in the comments rather than actually in the post itself because you'll get hardly any views um, on a piece of content on LinkedIn's newsfeed if you're taking the person away from LinkedIn. So that's quite a critical piece because I see people posting, you know, a link to their blog or link to their podcast and and they're just not getting the visibility on those posts because they just don't understand how the algorithm of LinkedIn works. Okay, yeah, I've noticed that. And with the videos, it's really important to upload them natively as opposed to um, streaming from YouTube or anything like. It's the same thing, isn't it? As soon as same you thing them, applies, yeah. exactly. So if you if you put a link to YouTube again, you're going to take the person away from LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. So the original file or an, you know an MP4 upload natively. The one on the profile is different. You have to use a link in the profile. Um, mm-hmm. There is no other way to get that up there. But in the actual newsfeed, when you're posting content, then you definitely need to make sure that you're not um, as much as possible not sending people away um, unless it's within the comments. Okay, that's really interesting. And what kind of posts work well? So, for example, um, do you see a difference in posts with images versus text only posts? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you get you do get quite a lot of text in a LinkedIn post. So you get up to 1300 um, characters, depending on how many photos you've used. Um, but you do get quite a lot of um, opportunity. Now, LinkedIn loves um to keep people in their platform. So it actually really appreciates longer form text. So even if you are posting a video or photographs, the longer your text that goes with it, the higher weighting LinkedIn's going to give that for um, visibility. So the best form, highest weighted form is a video with lots of text. Um, so that would be the right. most 
loved piece of content by LinkedIn. Um, and if you're going to put a video, 85% of them are not uh, are are watched without sound. So make sure you're using subtitles or text or something that's going to allow the person to be able to watch it without um, their sound on. Yeah. And what about the optimal duration of videos? What do you think works well? Somewhere between 10 and 60 seconds. Um, You do have up to 10 minutes for a video on LinkedIn, but really if you're going to be putting something out there that, you know, you've got to be attention grabbing and people don't have a lot of time on their hands. So kind of 10 to 60 seconds would work nicely. If it's a longer piece of kind of more educational um, and it's it's got full of value, then obviously you can go a bit longer, but I wouldn't say any more than five minutes. But for most no. people, kind of somewhere between 10 and 60 seconds is about the max. Yeah, that's, uh, it makes sense. And I think if you have created video content elsewhere and you're using this for repurposing, there's a couple of things you can do. Um, you could create a new video, obviously letting people know about the video, just like you mentioned, couldn't you? And then comment below where they can go to watch the full video on YouTube exactly. or your website or take a clip. So just slice out a, a snippet of the video into a shorter kind of 30 seconds, one minute video let people watch the clip and then let them know where, you know, this is taken from a longer video. This is the value you get from watching it and then put the comments um, and the link below. Yeah. So that's what you can do. Um, what about LinkedIn articles? So not actually a post, but the articles, what do you think about them? So um, articles are amazing for credibility building. Um, they don't get a huge amount of readership. So they used to, LinkedIn used to send out a big notification to everyone when you published an article, but they don't do that anymore because there's so many of them being created. So I would always recommend to people that you use the articles to build your credibility. So the last um, article that you wrote will always sit on your LinkedIn profile. So if someone does visit your profile, they're going to see the last thing that you published on LinkedIn. It also helps with your social selling index, which is basically the, the a score that LinkedIn gives you um, out of 100. And uh, your um, it helps to establish your professional brand on the platform. So it positions you as an expert authority. Um, the other thing about articles, which is great, especially for your audience, Amy, is that this is where you can leverage the LinkedIn platform to send people away to other um, you know, other parts of your world. So for example, yeah. you might write an article on a particular subject and let's say you've got a podcast that was related to that subject. You could then talk about the fact that you could, that they can listen to that podcast and get more information by going to the podcast. Um, at the yeah. bottom of every article, I would highly recommend you've kind of got a, like a, a, almost like your bio and kind of the other places where they can find you. Um, or if you're using uh, landing pages or giving away things for free, for example, that would be articles are a great place to be able to, to push people out into other parts of your um, content elsewhere. Right. OK. So something that we often do is we like maybe a few weeks or a month after we put a blog post out on our website, we sometimes put that out onto LinkedIn as an article. We allow a bit of time for us to kind of rank for it. And then we'll always put at the end this, this article originally appeared on link over to our site. And like you said, links to other parts of our ecosystem. Is that good practice? So the full blog post, we, we tweak it a bit. but generally yeah, I, would recommend, I would recommend for SEO reasons that you do tweak it a little bit. Um, I did anything that's three months or older is perfect to go up now but if you've just literally published something um either just make a few adjust adjustments to it change it slightly um because you know you will harm your seo and your rankings if you if you don't but anything that's yeah. three months or older then you'd be fine to, to put that up um but it's definitely okay. a good practice for sure to take that and then put it in as a linkedin article 
Yeah, exactly. We do AIC is that it's just another traffic source onto content of people who may, you know, may not ever go to your website, but they'll find the article there. So, um, so the other thing I wanted to ask you about, um, firstly, uh, business pages. So mm-hmm. should you be posting from your personal account or should you have a business page? Mm-hmm. I wondered what your opinion was on that. <laughs> so my opinion of business pages that is that unless you are an Amazon, IBM, Google, or a big brand name that everybody knows, business pages mm-hmm. are totally useless. And it's just another place for you to think about having to put content. Um, and yeah. my, you know, for a smaller business, which I'm assuming most of your um, re- listeners are, Amy, um, yeah. or a business that's kind of under 2 million in turnover and the, the, the brand is you, i.e. people are buying you and your and your personality then you definitely want to be focusing 100% of your time on pushing out great content on your pro, on your personal profile um because people buy people at the end of the day and it's it's really hard to get traction and followers on a business page and it's um it's way way easier to build your credibility and get your visibility really high up on your personal profile yeah i i agree i i think i started a business page do you have to have a business page for recruit for placing um yeah, recruitment for, yeah so if you're hiring it makes sense so if you yeah if, because obviously the the people that are applying for jobs are going to want to go look at the company and check out the company um if you're mm. a small business um you're the only person in the business for example then a company page is not going to give you any traction whatsoever if you're a slightly bigger business and you're recruiting for example then it is you know people are going to go check out the company so i'm not saying don't have one have one but don't focus energy time and effort on pushing out content massively on through your business page because people no. at the end of the day no because it what happened with me is it annoyed me because there was something that I did that it kind of forced me to have a page I you know it, I think it was I was either recruiting or advertising and I didn't have one because I always use my personal profile so I set one up but I didn't really want to because exactly what you said I knew that I just didn't want to focus any time on trying to build um, followers and content and an audience for this page so I do now have a content to next page with about you know two followers and it's just dormant basically because I only set it up for that one thing does that reflect badly though having a pretty much dormant page I mean should I personally close that down now that I'm not whatever the reason was yeah, I, I wouldn't say close it down um no. it's I would have it sitting there for sure so people can find it, it is another way for people to find you um, yeah if someone doesn't mm-hmm. search for you they will you know they will if you've used your name within it then it will still come up but um it doesn't it's not going to do you any harm let's put it that way but I would I would not spend any time and energy um trying to build a following unless you are you know a big much bigger brand then it would be more important yeah okay um so what are your tips in terms of how to grow um followers and grow an audience on linkedin so uh, there's two ways to do that one is inbound obviously so people finding you so that comes from a few things number one you having the right keywords on your profile to get you found um number two um from pushing out great content and great um you know being very visible in the newsfeed because if you're not you know you guys are all content creators so you're creating content which is great um but that will help you to build your followers and build your network just by consistently putting out great um great information people will want to be connected to you so that's that's what the first way the second way is to proactively build your network of people in your target market so you want to be using the search function of linkedin to find people who are either in your local area or in your um, target market or whatever job title or company type you're targeting for your own business and um, that's what you need to be building your network with so um, so there's some quite advanced kind of search features that you can use to and some filters that you can use to 
search for the right people and, and I would be proactively adding those people. Um, but the key thing is not to be doing any selling. Um, it's a very much a relationship building platform. So when you first reach out to someone, there's nothing worse than getting a new connection request and within seconds they're sales pitching you and sending you everything about their business in you know a very um, salesy focused way. And that's not the way to make things work on LinkedIn, of course. So, so if you're proactively building your network, um, then you can you can literally find your target market on LinkedIn. It doesn't matter what your business is. If you're listening to this, like figure out your target market and they're all there. Everyone that you could possibly want to to build your business with is there. Your dream clients there, joint venture partners are there, um, end customers mm. are there, so many people. And it, it doesn't really matter whether you're B2B or B2C. Um, it's that everyone you could possibly want to to connect with is there. Yeah, it's just about finding the, the ways to find them and connecting with them. And yeah. And so in terms of content, then, um, if you are fairly new to LinkedIn and you're going to kind of go all in on one type of content or one content strategy, what would you recommend approach wise? Um, so I would the key thing about content on LinkedIn is engagement. So um, you've definitely got so that the first hour that you post anything, the first hour is critical to getting lots of views on a piece of content. So um, if you're listening to this, and you're kind of thinking, well, I only get a few hundred views on each post. And, you know, it doesn't seem and there's a big difference sometimes between one that performs really well, and one that doesn't. Um, and that's all to do with engagement and how much um, interaction happens within the first 60 minutes of a piece of content going up um, so it's less about um, the type of content it's more about how engaging that content is and how much people in the community of LinkedIn engage and interact with it so LinkedIn loves comments um, more than anything else so the fact that somebody starts commenting on your post be really engaging and active in responding to those comments um, okay. the more the more action that happens in the first 60 minutes of that post going up the, the more and more people are going to get viewed are going to be pushed linked is going to push it more out into their newsfeed so that's the that's the key it's engagement so just as an example um i see people putting content up all the time but if they just asked a question that mm. that engaged the audience to to respond to the post um that would that's that's a great way to get engagement is to ask a question yeah something that we've started doing is um with our clients when we're repurposing their podcasts and videos and things like that we choose a question related to that podcast episode like something um that will really get people talking and it's just about the podcast episode and then we'll promote We'll, we'll let people know that the podcast episode has gone live and what it's about, but then always put that, usually in a graphic, like quite a standout, put the question in a graphic so it's quite standout, and then try and get that conversation going. But all, all of it is a conversation related to that podcast or video. So also, if you want to go deeper on this conversation, come and listen to the, the podcast or the video where we, you know we talk all about it. So we try and link it all together, but it works really well. It's really interesting what you just said, though, about the first hour or so because it makes me think that um you should think about when you post then and not do it when it's maybe just the busiest time of your day you quickly post it and then know you're not going to go near LinkedIn till bedtime or something because you should really from what you're saying be quite available within the hour or so after to just be responding to people's comments with that is that right is that yeah just to help it drive the algorithm so um and even when you comment back like asking a question 
to the in the comment will get them to put another do you know what I mean they'll get their last yeah. comment yeah. Mm. you could say you could put a piece of content out and let's say it was a podcast so let's say you were promoting a podcast and you could ask a question um about the subject that's related to the podcast and then underneath people will respond and then you say well that's an interesting point can you expand on that a little bit for me um or what specifically do you mean around this particular topic um and then you've got the person responding again and you can go back and that's the kind of interaction that linkedin loves to see on a post um and will it will just literally pick it up and go right this must be a really good piece of content because there's so much engagement happening now i'm going to send it out and push it out to more and more people in the newsfeed yeah, more people must want to see this because yeah. something really great is going on, like conversations exactly. going you know, on. Don't do yeah. it. You know, we're about to both go off to our school run, so this would not mm. be the best time to put a great piece no. of content out because for the next hour or so we're busy, right? So We're not going to be, yeah, no, that's a really good point. And what about frequency? How frequently do you think people should post? Um, as an absolute minimum, once a day. Um, Gary okay. V is Gary V is pushing kind of three, four times a day at the moment. Um, I think that's a little bit too much personally, but... Um, I mean, it depends how much you want to dominate the platform and how how much your competitors are doing. I, I typically post about once a day, um, but it's more about quality, I believe, versus quantity. So I don't think it needs to be, it doesn't need to be a lot because LinkedIn posts last for a long time. I, and what I mean by that is that you can post something yesterday and it can still continue to be appearing in the newsfeed for a couple of weeks afterwards because every new like comment and share is pushing that back up to the top of the newsfeed for both you and the person that's commenting liking or sharing so it will actually last you know a long time and um, one piece of content could last a couple of weeks on the platform and still be going um which i think you know which are, which is what i love about linkedin it's one of the one of the things that i really like so i did a post um this week i did a two-day linkedin masterclass and i posted on the end of day one um, and i i did a few photographs and I, I tagged all the people that were in the course and i said the question i asked on the post was what was the number one that you one number one thing that you took away from day one and they all responded underneath with their like their biggest thing they'd learned on uh on the from the from day one which was lots of engagement i then replied to all of those and by the morning it had thousands of views on it because there was so much engagement but you know we're a couple of days on from that now but the post is still going and probably in two weeks time from now there'll still be action happening on the post and i think and that's why you don't need to necessarily post so frequently because if you do yeah. a good piece of content it will keep going yeah that's still something that i noticed that makes linkedin stand out from some of the other platforms it is is that you can see something and it's it, it's a bit old like compared to you wouldn't see that on facebook or instagram but it's obviously it's, you know it's good valuable content people are commenting and it still keeps going so i really like that um you just mentioned tagging which is the the the, the last question that i wanted to ask you actually because i noticed this a lot where people will post something and then you know what do you think tag 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 is that what's your like thoughts on that like as a practice of tagging people um i would only tag people where it's relevant to tag them so i quite often get tagged in stuff that's completely irrelevant but it's because people know i'm i'm well connected i've got a big network and they think by putting my name on the post um that it's going to like suddenly magically give their post loads and loads of extra views it does annoy me i have to say <laughs> yeah well, that's I, what I, think. yeah. <laughs> I, only, I wouldn't you know i wouldn't do unsolicited tagging i just 
you know, doing something completely random and just posting somebody's tagging somebody's name, um, I would only tag somebody that's super relevant. So if I was wanting to thank somebody, for example, I would tag them into a post, as, you know, to give gratitude to somebody. Um, I would only tag um, people that were on a course, for example, if they'd a given me permission to do so, um, and and b that they were that was relevant, so that they were in the room. You know, um, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go over tagging. Um, that would that doesn't make any sense. And you'll kind of annoy the person that you're tagging if it's not relevant to them and you didn't get permission. So I think it's it's one of those things. People do it because they think it's going to get more eyeballs on their content, and actually, you're more likely to you know to to, you know, the relationship with that person might, you know, might not be as good as it would be if you keep constantly tagging them in posts that are completely irrelevant to them. Yeah, I agree. I, it's, it happens to me quite a lot and I'll, I'll log in and I'll think, well, why have I got all these notifications and then somebody's tagged me into something you can, that... Um, you know. you're away, you can un- untag yourself from a post. So if it does happen, it happened to me yesterday, um, somebody tagged me in, in the top right-hand corner of a, of a content post. Um, so either one you've been tagged in or one you've created, there's a little hidden menu and you can un, you can un, unmention yourself on the post. So your name will still be there, but it won't be blue and clickable. So you can actually oh. remove the tag. If you are tagged in something you don't want to be tagged in, then you can remove it. That's really, really good tip. I didn't know that. Yeah. I know you can do that on Instagram, but I didn't know you could do that on LinkedIn. Right. So that's a good tip. <laughs> right. Well, thank you so much, Sam, for um, coming on to the show. I really appreciate it. And I'll, I'll wrap up there. Um, so much valuable information, so many tips and advice. It's been a great episode. So thank you. Thank you. Um, where can people go to um, connect with you? Well, LinkedIn, obviously. <laughs> um, but um, I'll put obviously. Oh, um, and of course, your website. I'll put your website as well yeah, but is there any anything else you mentioned the book so i'll link to the well, book the, as well the book is um the book is actually available on the website so if you just go to linkedinbound.co.uk at the very bottom of the, of the page there's a, a link to download the book for free it's got 107 tips some of which i've covered on the podcast but many i haven't uh, that's a good place to start um and obviously connect with me on linkedin if you've enjoyed the show um you know pop onto my inbox and say hi and uh, tell me the one thing that you picked up from this session brilliant Okay. Thank you, Sam. That sounds great. And I'll, Thanks, I'll leave all the links in the show. Thanks for coming on and have a great rest of your day. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye.